up the volume. We're crossing live to the sports desk. What's fresh? What's making waves? Let's find out. Yeah, some interesting stuff uh, on the sports decks uh, as we head across to uh, Ricardo this morning. Uh, I was going to kick it off with uh, this Jar Morant story, and uh, of course, uh, Araho mentioned it in the last news bulletin, but this is a guy, a young guy, he's 23 years of age, who was suspended uh, back in March for eight NBA league games. This he plays for the Grizzlies alongside Stephen Adams. I, I understand Stephen Adams has been trying to do some work with this kid, but whoever is, he's not listening because it appears that over the weekend, uh, footage of uh, him again was circulating on social media. Uh, in a car with a friend, it appeared that uh, he was briefly holding what appears to be a gun. It's unclear whether the firearm is real or whether it actually belongs to Morant. Doesn't matter who it belongs to as such. If you're brandishing one on social media, you're a dipstick, you're an idiot, and you get what, you, uh, what is coming to you. And it'll be a lot more if they find him guilty, a lot more than eight games, I tell you. Yeah, it's an interesting one, Smithy, because when I first saw this, I was like, okay, you're in America, you can buy guns at Walmart, what's the big deal about being photographed with a gun, right? That's That was my initial reaction, so I thought there must be some more context we're not getting from this headline, and you read into it, and like you say, yeah, he's driving along, singing to a rap song, arm out the window, gun in his hand apparently, which is a whole different thing from just being photographed with a gun, so uh, this is a young guy acting stupid, I mean, he's got the world at his feet in terms of basketball, uh, he's not... A gangster, as far as I'm aware, he's not a rap star. As far as I'm aware, he's not in. He's not shooting a music video. I'm not sure what he's up to, mate. He, he needs some um, some help. He needs some people around him, uh, and he, he needs to grow up. Well, he does need people around him. That's the key. I'm not quite sure what his family situation is, whether he's uh, in a happy situation there, or whether he is so easily influenced by other people, um, and what kind of people he's mixing with. Uh, he's obviously mixing with people who carry guns. I mean, you know, uh, you know, to nightclubs and things like that. It, that is obviously the the mix in his life at the moment, which is um, is making it easy for him to do these things, rather than people turning around and saying, "Mate, that's just so stupid, just such a stupid and disrespectful thing to do." Yeah. Well, and then the other question is, why does he feel the need to carry a gun? You know, I mean, has has he been has he been threatened? Is he worried about his safety, or is this all about image? It's about image. That's all I can think, especially when you see the latest video, uh, which I've just watched, actually. It's about image uh, and forgetting exactly who you are. Right, let's uh, move on to uh, a bizarre baseball subject. This is You often see this uh, possibility of this happening, but this is a bad one, isn't it? It is. Ryan Feltner, the uh, Colorado Rockies pitcher, uh, pitcher yesterday, had his skull fractured and is in hospital with a concussion as well. He's uh, not going to need surgery, apparently, so he's he's probably gotten off a little bit lightly, but he, he threw a pitch at Philadelphia's Nick Castellanos, who fired it, basically hit it straight back at him, hit him in the head at 149 kilometres per hour. What? Straight, well, of course... They don't have any protection. I've seen in softball, uh, uh, girls uh, and women's softball and uh, other sports where the pitchers do. In fact, in women's softball, they do in America and the college system, the pitchers wear masks for this very, very mm. reason. It's interesting that um, um, whether anything will come of that. I mean, uh, the chances of it happening are pretty slim. Um, but the, the circumstances, if it does happen, are pretty drastic, as you can imagine, and what you've just talked about. I, I can't imagine it being a thing in baseball. 
maybe at, uh, at that level, I'd vote about Little League. I, I don't recall them when I watched the Little League on American television that the the pitches even at that level were. Uh, no, there wouldn't be that much power and power in the bats, the batters either. So at that age, but. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Well, I Very mean, you know, if you think about uh, the United States and what we know about their system, is you know, people get sued all the time. So, I mean, if Major League Baseball does do anything about this, it's probably going to be off the back of somebody like Ryan Feltner suing the Major League Baseball for not having a safe workplace. Mm, absolutely. Uh, anything else? Anything uh, else? Well, there's something that I thought might catch your attention, actually, Smithy, um, and this is the official world golf rankings. Um, now, l- the thing that's been, I guess you would say, holding Live back a little bit, Live Golf, is that none of their tournaments are um, recognised um, in terms of world golf rankings. So you can play in them, but you don't earn any ranking points. And what the knock-on effect this may have is at the moment you're getting live golfers still appearing at majors like at Augusta, right, because of their ranking points. That's why they're there. They're going, hey, we're just taking the top-ranked golfers. Um, But if they continue to play on the live tour, they're not getting any ranking points. So they're going to drop out of that top 160 or whatever it is. And then they're not going to be able to play Augusta. They're not going to be able to play the majors. So one thing that Live Golf have been trying to do is uh, get official world golf rankings. But uh, there's a story in the mirror out of the UK uh, basically saying that uh, as an official from the official world golf rankings, one of the board members has said they've not heard from Live Golf or Greg Norman in weeks. So I'm not sure where this is going or what it means for the future of Live Golf or the golfers that play in it. What it does mean for the initial future of those players being able to qualify for um, majors and get exemptions to play in that is uh, not good news because every time uh, they play in a tournament where the rankings don't count, they fall further backwards uh, to all those conventional PGA players whose performances do count. And so uh, there's only limited numbers. Uh, if you're a, fe- a former champion, you're probably safe for that particular event. Um, um, like, you know, uh, a former a major winner like a Kepka or a Garcia or, uh, or those type players, Patrick Reed, who have won in the past, Dustin Johnson. They'll have exemptions into those tournaments that they have won, those majors they have won. Outside of that, they'll be losing ground 100 miles an hour. And the interesting thing for me that I took from that is that um, it takes a long time for these things to get adjudicated on, work through a system, can take up to a year. You can lose a lot of points in a lot of places in a year. Ricardo, I can promise you that.